What's up, everybody? Do you sometimes feel down? Or maybe this week you got sick? Or maybe things just aren't working out and you're like, why me? Well, today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to deal with feeling down or not great or just not good or however it may present itself because it happens (laughs) to all of us. Yeah. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? So, Danny, have you ever felt down or sick or just not, you know, all sunshine and rainbows? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I know. I, I, <laughs> I suggest it because this week I got sick. I don't know anybody, whatever. I don't know what it was. And it's still I'm feeling better now. But like every time it happens, it's like I always have like an existential crisis on like the second day. Because like I know I need to rest, but I don't want to rest. And then I get mad at myself for not getting things done. And like part of that I know is a problem of like, you know, connecting my self-worth and my happiness to like productivity of some sort, no matter what that is, however I define that, you know. And then the other side of it is, is like, I just like, I'm a big baby when I don't feel, I know I am like, and I feel like I should be better at this now. And like that I should, and like, I, I do get clarity and perspective on it sometimes. But most of the time, I feel like I don't have that. And I'm just like, like today, I felt like it was a good day. I had good clarity on it. I let myself rest. I played with my dogs. I had a good day and I feel better. And like, I took a nap and all. And that was good. And like, I didn't beat myself up. But like, the last three days, I can't say that I was that good at it. You know, like, and like, it's just hard. It sucks. <laughs> and like, I don't know. It happens every time. I wish it didn't. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that you mentioned you felt like a big baby because I laugh all the time. I think that as adults, we literally are just like babies inside of bigger vessels. Like the things that we do <laughs> when we get hungry, when we're tired, we just like throw a fit. And yeah, so oh, dude, definitely. there's so many times I could get so aggravated and then I eat something. I'm like, oh, my God, I was just hungry. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's not the situation. It's not these people. It was me. And I wasn't yeah. paying attention to myself. Same thing, like, same thing happens to me at night. I'm like, uh-oh, past your bedtime. You better go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. But, it's, I mean, it's such it's, it's oh, such okay. a good point because we all, these, we all get stuck feeling bad. And it happens to all of us. And it happens to some people more often than other people. But regardless, we all feel that. And... I don't think anybody likes it. Nobody looks forward to it. Nobody wants to be in that scenario. And yet we're stuck there. And, you know, so I think we should kind of go over how to navigate that effectively, because it is something that we all experience on a regular basis. Yeah, I think I would also add that to two of the things that I think, uh, um, like, exponentially make it worse, too, is like expectations and like your own sense of expectations, whatever they are, or the expectations you place on yourself. and like that feeling that you always have to be on and doing something, you know what I mean? Like whether it's like you have to be working or whether you have to be happy or whether you have to be ready for like the next engagement or encounter or social activity or whatever. Right. Like, you know, like feeling like, like, you know, that you always have to be ready to go. You can't miss anything. Like, you know, that feeling like, and it's funny because I think like I've noticed like since we started doing this, especially like and having more routines has been super helpful because like I've been trying to keep a better bedtime. And, so, and like that really does help. Like it's stupid. It's simple. It's like, a, you know, it's a, a simple habit, but like having a more structured day does seem to help because like it keeps you more grounded and it makes it easier, I think, to like both to both like let yourself relax and to also get back into your groove quickly once you start to feel better. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like what you mentioned earlier about kind of having the compassion 
to allow yourself to not do stuff, to just relax, to, you know, to feel sick, to feel down. Because I think that's such an important part. Like so often we're striving by might and may to get out of feeling bad or feeling sick that we don't actually realize where we are. And just giving yourself the compassion, it removes all that strain from trying to get rid of it. But also you get to just be there. And I've noticed, so like here, here's what has been happening to me recently because I've okay. kind of I've kind of made it a habit that anytime I'm feeling bad for like more than a day, I listen to the meditations by Marcus Aurelius because like that is something that gives me such immense perspective and it's available for free on YouTube. It's like five hours long. I listen on double speed. It takes two and a half hours. So like it's available to anyone for free. And this is something that like here was the richest guy. He had the most power. And yet he's talking about how we're all going to die and how, you know, we just need to come to grips with that. And it really helps me when I'm feeling down, just be like, okay, fine, I'm going to die. Let's just focus on today. And then I can kind of get back to the point of, okay, today I'm not feeling good. I'm sick. I'm down, whatever it is. Let's stop trying to fight this and let's just allow this to be and experience this. And it's crazy because like we watch movie, we watch like sad, sappy movies and we're and we see these people looking sick and you're like, oh, if only I could feel that way where I'm curled up in bed feeling terrible, yeah. and sad music's playing. It's like you have the opportunity all the time. It's just when you're there, you're trying to be this like happy, go lucky person jumping around, partying with friends and everything like that. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Yeah, it's like, you know, Aristotle said that like this, you know going to the theater and stuff that catharsis was important so like we could experience these emotions that like you know we might not all have the opportunity to experience like with tragedy you know um but it was a way to get that catharsis to exercise it but like with common modern entertainment it's like every emotion is like amped up and we experience it you know uh what do you call that like as a voyeur right through this median rather than actually ourselves so it's like a disconnect with our own emotions. It's like we're getting catharsis when we have these experiences all the time in like a way to deny them. It's really weird. It's a weird psychological thing going on. But I would also add real quick, though, with Marcus Aurelius, just for perspective, too, if you have like five minutes, go on Wikipedia and look up other Roman emperors and see how they behaved. And it's a good like, I think, thing to see yeah, what we're they talking were like, about. They were like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they were like high school kids, you know, like. I have the most, I can get the most. And they were killing each other constantly. Like it was insane. So that was the only way for power to be transferred back then. (laughs) There were no, there were elections, but like usually they were preceded by a murder and then yeah, that type of thing. Uh, So another thing, another thing that I noticed is uh, we, there was this study that was done how like your perspective of how your life is in general is about 70 to 80% dependent upon how you're feeling at the moment. So if, if right now, you're feeling good, your perspective for life is pretty good. If right now you're feeling bad, your perspective for life is pretty bad. So I noticed this in my own life that I'm such I was being such a victim to the circumstances of my life. Like when I felt when when my life was not going well, things weren't going how I wanted, I wasn't feeling good. All of a sudden, I was in a bad mood. And then when things were going good, I was in a good mood. And I'm like, where's the power in that? Like, Where am I in that? I'm just being totally a subject to whatever's happening in my life. So I'm not saying that's changed, but what I am saying is that I've started to recognize that and recognize how I'm subject to 
the whatever's going on in my life. I was just gonna say, no, like I, I've been so much better at that as like being aware of it and recognizing it. It hasn't necessarily changed whole. Like I said, I think it has though, in the sense that like today I had a good day. Like that was good. Like that was a, a bonus for me. You know what I mean? Under normal circumstances, that wouldn't have happened. But like it is funny when you're aware of it how Dude, I also noticed too, like I make myself feel worse, literally feel worse. Cause I'll start to focus on like, ah, oh, you know, like my stomach hurts or, oh, like I'm exhausted. And then I get more tired because it's all I think about. And so it's like, I think about it to the point where I get depressed, where I can't even get up and then I just pass out. And it's like, you know, maybe it's like forcing myself to take a nap. I don't know. But like, it's just funny because I also noticed how, like how quickly we can manipulate ourselves into being like a higher version of whatever that crappy state is. But it, you're right. Like there is no control there. There's no, there's no agency. There's no intentionality. It's just, we're just making our own sad situation worse. Right. We're just, you know, that's just it. Like it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And, and also all these value judgments that we put on our life, that we put on our job, that we put on our identification of who we are as a person. Like, I think, I think it was probably from one Martha Beck book or something, but she was talking about being a mom. And how like nowadays everybody's concerned with being a good mom. And it's like back in the day, you were just a mom. There was no good mom or bad mom. You were just a mom. But now there's like, you have to be a good mom. And it's like back in the day, there was just a day. Like this is just the day. This is just what it is. It wasn't a good day day or a bad day. Like you just, if you're shoveling shit, you just shovel shit. Like that's what it is. And so, but by, by having these value judgments, and it is, especially when they're supposed to be good and when they're supposed to be getting better, it's put such pressure on you to have some type of event that's just like unnatural. Dude, I noticed that, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. I noticed that like I got, I got, I got a dog about a year and a half ago. And I noticed that, dude, if you look online at, at any videos on raising a dog, it's like, it has to be perfect. It has to be good all the time. It has to have like, know all these things. It's like, that's so unrealistic. Like they're going to mess stuff up in the house. Things are going to happen. It's okay. They're dogs. You know, like you have to find a balance to where you can live with them and be happy. And like, they're the right companion for you. You know what I mean? Like it's, but it's funny because you watch this, this ideal for perfection and this like idea being sold to us on all these videos and stuff, I think is also really toxic because it's like, there's no balanced state. Everything's perfect. It's like when people show you their house, it's all perfectly clean and looks like a museum. You know, it's like, that's not lived in. Well, you also need to realize who's trying to manipulate you. So like, especially, especially with advertising and marketing, they'll do this so often. There'll be commercial. I remember, I remember this all the time when I used to travel abroad and then I would return to the United States, I would see commercials and I'd be like, oh my God, they're just selling people that people are pieces of shit. And the only way to be good is to buy their product because this is what they do. They're like, they give you a bunch of examples. Like, this is what good is. This is what good is. This is what good is. And there are a bunch of things that are unattainable for you. And then they give you an alternative. They're like, or you can buy our thing and that'll make you good. And you're like, oh, I can do that. These other unattainable things I can't do, but I can buy this product. I can do that. So then I can be good. Okay. Awesome. So it's like, you always have to watch out for who's trying to manipulate you because it's very, it's very insidious. It's very mean. Yeah. It's like, I can't be a DJ right now. I can't be a graphic designer, but I want, I can buy an, an Apple you know thing right. or whatever and i can you know? buy the like, tables i can buy all the equipment mm-hmm. right now yeah i can have it yeah. all and i can do it on credit card which is even better which means i can have it when i can't really afford it yeah it's crazy it is it's nuts yeah and so, so i think 
Oh, I was going to say, yeah, what were we talking about, right? No, so I think one thing that I noticed has been helping me a lot, and this is, I can't remember, I think this is something you told. Why is something you mentioned me? I don't remember, but like, I've been doing a lot more, and I did it today. It was like, when I start to feel down to where I am feeling down, I look at my day too, and I tell myself, like, what's one thing that I could do really easily? Like, to get something done that I know, because like, if I have a list of things, like, I usually have a to-do list, right? Like, what's the most important thing I can knock out quick? get it done and then just call it a day. And I did that today. And the thing took me 10 minutes. Like literally I just had to turn on my computer. I was like, blah, 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 done. Super easy. But when I got it done, I felt better. Cause it's like, all right, I got one thing done. Now I'm taking the rest of the day off. And it was like, it, it gave me the freedom to take the day off or like, although I didn't get everything done on my list, I was like, at least I got that thing that I knew needed to be knocked out today, knocked out. Now I can just watch movies, let myself relax, sleep. And I felt so much better. And then I played with my dog outside and like went for a walk and it was great. And I, I feel so much better now. Like it's, it's actually like amazing how much better I feel than what I did earlier. And like, I think that was part of it. The stress in your head of like thinking you always have to get shit done. It's like ridiculous, you know? Yeah. Well, that's awesome. The simplifying it mentality, because so often we go the opposite direction. Like I, I was talking earlier about how our, our direct mood right now impacts how we think about our whole entire life and so like particularly when we're not feeling well when we're sick when we're depressed whatever it is we think that's how our whole entire life is going to be and not only that but those are the times when we feel like we have to change our whole entire life or we have to plan our whole entire life or we have to get ready for our whole entire life and nothing could be further from the truth i remember uh from that book we read dare on dealing with anxiety yeah. how he was talking about one day at a time, like compartmentalize your days. And that's been such a helpful skill, especially the times when I'm not feeling great, because those times when I'm not feeling great, by default on <laughs> autopilot, I go, I need to figure out my life and do this now. And my life yeah. looks is looking yeah. terrible right now. So I better figure it out right now. But then I'm just like, okay, <laughs> pump, pump the brakes. Like, <laughs> let's just focus on today. Can I just handle today? Can I get through today? Okay. What can I do today? I have this, I have these hours in front of me today. What am I going to do today? And just focusing on that because it helps get rid of all the other abstractions, all the other things that I don't need to deal with. And particularly like the things that are outside of my, my control or things that I shouldn't be dealing with this, this moment anyways, and just allows me to focus on what's right here in front of me and doing like what you said, like, Focusing on that one task you can get done today that would make you feel great. Or just realizing that, okay, today I have eight yeah. hours. Like, let's pamper myself for eight hours. When was the last time that I did that? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's funny. And you know, it's also helped me too. I think it's a good, it's being more honest with myself about how I feel. Because like, that was one thing I was mentioning to you earlier before we started recording was like, like when I really thought about it today too, I knew like my head felt so cloudy that I knew if I sat down and really tried to do any honest, like to God, like thinking work, like I, my brain just wasn't there. Like I, I couldn't even really read because like the, it, everything was just like, it wasn't sticking, you know, that feeling, you know? Uh-huh. And like, I knew like, so what's the honest truth? Well, if I sit down and I try and do something, I'm just going to get more frustrated at myself because it's not coming as easily or it's not going like it normally goes. And I'm just going to get madder and madder and more depressed and more negative. And like, so why even engage with it? You know, why? When tomorrow, I'll probably feel better if I rest today and then I'll get all that crap done anyway. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, I remember that question that you brought up, like when we experienced anger, like when was the last time anger was helpful? 
And, uh, you know, you can also ask the same type of question, especially when you're feeling down. Like, when was the last time that, like, pushing myself when I felt bad was helpful? Most of the time, for me at least, I need to push myself less when I'm feeling bad and actually rest a little bit Mm. because I'm just tired, I'm cranky, and I just need, need some sleep. Like, that's usually the answer. It's like the advice you would give your friend is almost always correct or your loved one, right? Because like, we're so hard on ourselves. We're so uncompassionate to ourselves. It's really amazing, actually, how bad we are at it and how hard we are for no reason. Like we would give everybody else, like any of us in the same situation, we would give them the leeway. Like, you know, like, like I was stressing tonight because like I was supposed to meet a friend tonight and I texted him. I was like, dude, I'm not, he's like, yeah, whatever. That's fine. You don't worry about it. Like, you know, catch up. Because obviously like one, like I'm not going to be fun to hang out with. And like, it's just, it's just funny that like, when you actually ask for it, most people that you know are going to be like, yeah, yeah, go for it. So it's like, why don't you just do that for yourself too? You know, <laughs> extend the same courtesy. It's, it's crazy that you mentioned that because I had the same thing. I wasn't feeling well last week and I had to cancel a couple appointments that I had. And I felt so guilty about canceling appointments <laughs> yeah. because like I, I hold myself very accountable for my word. If I say I'm going to be somewhere, I'm going to be yeah. somewhere. But I was just like, feeling terrible i would i was literally like dripping sweat like you know yeah. when you have the flu and you're just like you can't stop sweating i was in air conditioning and i was literally just like pouring sweat and i was i felt guilty about canceling these appointments i was like looking back i'm like of course you could go could you imagine like what yeah. it was <laughs> you would look like a maniac if you went there yeah that's the funny part dude when i texted it, when i texted my friend i was like in bed you know oscillating between freezing cold and so hot and it's like what why are you pushing yourself and i it's funny because i feel like i did notice like um with the whole thing with covid and all the lockdowns and everything like i've noticed that people seem to be a, i think people are a little bit more a lot of people got a little bit more caring with themselves i don't know if it was necessarily caring or just like scared but like they don't go out as much when they're sick and i think it's it's a positive thing all around but i think we should but there was that mentality for so long to like go to work no matter what go to school no matter what and so you just get everyone else sick you're not a full participant you know it's like you're not you're miserable it's like it doesn't it's just it's just miserable like it makes no sense mm-hmm. yeah so uh what would you say when you're feeling down when you're feeling not great like what what are your go-to things for like this is this is what i need to do for maybe people who are feeling that right now like ideally <laughs> ideally <laughs> yeah, ideally. Own, yeah if, I, if we lived I, in a perfect world not what we actually do we don't have to talk about what we we don't have to do what we do we just do you know do what we say yeah, yeah. this is what happens on day three or four not the first two i'll be mm-hmm. honest but like this is what i hope to do on day one eventually right I just i try to first like assess the situation and honestly ask myself like how do i feel and like if i'm like marginal i'll get a shower or something and then then reassess and see because like sometimes that helps me get clarity sometimes like am i just like coming off and being lazy you know you never know like you know i've not done anything for a few days and you know that helps but if i still really feel bad i just try to be honest with myself and ask myself like can i really do what i expect to do today and is it going to be efficient and if not why am i not letting myself take the break that will then make me better the next day because otherwise i just prolong it and it goes on way longer than it needs to and it actually i i think Long term, I think it actually diminishes productivity anyway, because you end up feeling worse for more days and doing marginal rather than just taking two or three days off, feeling actually better and then going back to it 100 percent. Like, I really think like 
I've noticed that so much that like now if I take the time off, relax, go back to 100%, things go so much better and smoother and I'm just happy. But a lot of it is fighting that negativity and fighting that like that doom and gloom that seems to come with it. And it's like that, I think, is getting perspective, getting out and just be more caring with yourself. It's hard, but it's, it's doable. Yeah. I, I like what you said initially with like recognizing that you're not feeling good because I have such a struggle around this because I identify <laughs> as a very I identify as a very healthy person. And for me to get sick, it's like something very unnatural is happening. And so like usually that's usually I experience it when I'm journaling in the morning. Like I'm just feeling like absolute garbage. And I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like, I should, you know, I should I should explore this. And I'm like, I'm not sick. It's not. This isn't, I'm not sick. I just need to change my mentality and I'm not going to be sick. It's all going to pass. And then I'm just like, okay, like, just relax. Like what? Yeah. It's a couple days. Relax. Yeah. So that's pretty funny. But it's, that's the hard part, right? It, it's, it's, it's amazing how hard it is to relax or to stop. I mean, it really is. And it's really funny because it's counterproductive, but it really is hard. And I think a lot of it is just like this, like it's it's that myth we were told of perfection of like the people that succeed work all the time. They never stop. They're always going. They always have good ideas. They're always, you know, working at hundred percent. The people that are good mothers are great mothers and they're perfect and their house is clean and they do all these things and they go to yoga or whatever, right? It's like, it's that same BS story of mm-hmm. not real lives, but ideas of lives. And like, you have to put things in reality and you have to put them in reality in context of your own life. And I think, that's also important because it's like, ask yourself, like, what do you really need to do right now? And I think that's an honest question. Like I asked myself that today and I was able to feel happy today doing one thing for 10 minutes. It wasn't much. It was very little and marginal, but I was being honest with myself because the rest of it I can do tomorrow. It's not necessary right now. So screw it. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, But it, it's awesome. hard. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. easy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's always, but it's like, it's like a challenge and you get better with every iteration. Yeah. yeah, every time through it, you get a little bit better. Um, for me, I would say, uh, one, I, I, no matter how I'm feeling, I always like to get outside and get some fresh air every day. You know, like, yeah, and especially if you're feeling sick, like I'm not talking about going to a public place and exposing other people to whatever. Well, I sat on the like, porch the other day in the sun for ten minutes. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Go to a park, sit in backyard, whatever it is, get some fresh air because, you know maybe that helps dilute whatever's going on in your system to get it out of you, but it also just feels good and maybe gets you some vitamin D, whatever it is you need. So that would be one thing. And then the other thing is like you mentioned earlier, just allow yourself to rest because for me, that's, that's one of the hardest things. Like I, I'm afraid of losing momentum. Like that's one of my biggest fears aside from the fear of death is the fear of losing momentum because I've done it previously in life and it, it's hard to build up momentum. So like yeah, it is. once you've built it up, you don't want to lose it. And I always like, that's my biggest fear is if I, if I don't work as hard as I possibly can today, I'm going to lose that momentum. And then, Oh, it's going to be so much work to get, to build that back up again, but actually letting myself rest because usually I can say like most of the time that I've been sick, it's been due to just lack of rest. As yeah, soon as, yeah, as soon as I get exhaustion. a couple nights sleep, yeah. I'm, I'm good to go. Yeah. That's half the time I'm not even sure. I think it is just exhaustive most of the time because like pushing yourself to it. But it's funny, you know, what you said too about momentum. And just to make, just to clarify that too, because I think, I think I know what you're talking about in the same exact way, which is like, 
you build these habits and these routines to be as effective as possible. But every habit takes, you have to keep doing it to build that habit. It keeps getting better and better. But if you stop to rest, there's that fear that you're going to break those habits. Because in the past, I've done the same thing. I've broken my habits significantly in the past, and it's really hard to get them back. But usually, if you have good habits, even getting sick for a few days is not going to ruin them. And they actually help you get bounced back faster. And I would add to that, too. Like, if you're not feeling well, too, allow yourself to rest and do whatever you can of your normal routine that day. Whether, like, especially the important stuff like journaling, you know, um, taking a walk, what those kind of things that are more like for your mental, physical health, not for like work. But like that stuff, I think, is crucial to keep in your day because it keeps that routine structure. And then when you feel better, you can get right back to it. Absolutely. So there you have it, a bunch of uh, handy hints for what to do when you're feeling down, when you're feeling depressed, when you're just not feeling like, you know, the sun is shining out of your back end. Yeah, 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 because we we all get there sometimes, but the cool thing is we can all get through it, and uh, this too shall pass, you know? I've always wanted to get a ring that says that, you know, this too shall pass, just as a reminder, because that is such a handy saying. But uh, Yeah. So thank you for joining us for this episode of the Existential Stoic podcast. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and all the platform, the podcasting platforms. Uh, We'll be back later in the week. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny. Later, Randy.